Welcome to Tech Track. I'm one of your hosts, Jenny Kessler. And I'm your other host, Jeff Kirk. And today we're going to be talking about the Universal Translator because it looks like it might be here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry to jump in too early on that one. No, Jenny, no. As you can tell by the enthusiastic yeah <laughs> on my part. Um, this is one of those ones that I'm extremely excited about. To talk about today so um, yeah i i know as a um not to spoil things but apple has made a huge leap forward with the translating uh capabilities and i know as as a star trek person and an apple guy jeff that you must be beside yourself with joy <laughs> yeah i was actually sitting next to myself there's and another is, version of my yeah one like of them the has mirror a universe. goatee <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, it's it's the evil the evil Kirk from the mirror universe. <laughs> he also has the the sleeveless uniform. Oh on, yeah, you know. I didn't want to, to say show. anything. About well, that. I know no, it could kidding. make people it could make people uncomfortable, obviously, <laughs> well, because of the large biceps that right, are in right. play here. So. Not only is this a tech podcast, but it's also a gun show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we already covered phasers, but seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there is now that there is a possibility of a future ep episode of brute strength and how it's yes. used in the future because it is used. It is, in fact, used. <laughs> in many forms, the word brute as well, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Apple um, made this announcement a couple weeks ago. And because I'm a... It, it, uh, because I'm a gigantic both Star Trek nerd and Apple follower mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and have been for a long time. Yes. Uh, that I watched the keynote like, like I do all the time. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, stuff I was expecting for most of it. And, oh, yeah, there's a new operating system for the phones coming out. And, you know, some new technologies they're going to use. They're, you know, and then, like, suddenly they slip this thing in. Oh. And also, we're introducing Translate, which wow. will take real-time conversation and translate it. That's amazing. <laughs> it's pretty amazing technology. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, you can see, like, uh, in those, like, videos of the UN or whatever, where there are, like, these people in little cubicles yeah. underground that are whispering in the ears of the the you know, the, the translators who are humans who are acting in the moment to translate what's happening into the language of the, of the person that they're working for. But how do you, I mean, that, I, that's an incredible human res, uh, capability, but how, you know, yeah. to get AI there, that's. To get AI to that spot is yeah. pretty incredible. And, and, and Star Trek actually does lay out the groundwork for it through most of Star Trek's uh, series, um, there's uh, there's instances where it talks about how how the translator can work throughout almost every single one of the different shows uh, that it, that have come out about Star Trek. So I think um, I think Jenny, I think actually here Star Trek not only predicted a technology, but they also said, and here's how you're going to create it. <laughs> Well, thank you, Star Trek. That's, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> tearing down walls everywhere we go and also like giving us the vision and guidance to get there. That's really cool. Yeah, it's almost like, <clears throat> yeah, we're going to do this thing. You're going to copy it. You're going to call it exactly what we've called it. And here's the blueprints for how it's made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, just so much, um, so, so much good science happening. Uh, so, what yeah. Why don't we uh, why don't we start off with like 
talking a bit about the universal translator in Star Trek and um, uh, kind of lay the groundwork of what it, because it really just started out probably as a plot device. Like, okay, people are in space. There's other creatures in space. How are they going to communicate? It's obvious they're not all going to speak common language. You know, how yeah. do we, how do we get that um, with each other? Um, but yeah. it also, you know, that's, that's been a problem probably in fiction forever when it's when it's a more of a universal universal uh universe if you will <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it did start off as a as a bit of a plot device um in fact it was actually like a like a physical device when it first came out mm -hmm. um like we'll say that this gigantically comically sized toothbrush <laughs> um is representing <laughs> the universal translator uh someone actually used to hold a device like this up while yeah. the other person was speaking and it would take in that audio input and start to do the translation um, for them as it as time went on and as the series went on and as the show progressed it got built in yeah um, it was like a it, it was part of the badge like, right physically plug it into the communicator um, and then the ship actually integrated it in its yeah. own systems um, and, it, and like even the comm badge had a built-in. Mm -hmm. um, so let's go back to the translator. giant toothbrush model yeah. of it for a second. <laughs> um, so if you're holding up the translator, yes, <laughs> and, and you're holding up the translator and it's listening to conversations, how does it then translate? Like if you're speaking Klingon and I'm holding the translator, mm -hmm. how does it then get to be English for me? Yeah, so it, it takes in the pattern and the syntax of the speaker mm -hmm. and it looks for repetition. It looks for, uh, it looks for those peaks and valleys that indicate phraseology mm -hmm. and then uses that to suddenly look for uh, the common uh, points of that language that it's hearing mm -hmm. to, in, to find out where words are. And then it can start to and it does all this in like microseconds right? <laughs> where it's, it's basically learning the language and figuring out by the use of those different breaks and those different uh, patterns of how it's going up and down in, in the, in the person's voice. Mm -hmm. And also uh, the, the way that the pause at the end of a phrase indicates that there's, you know, either waiting for a response or, uh, mm -hmm. or they've delivered a final sort of emphasis point, it's using all that to assimilate um, its language database. Right. And then it can, um, it can slowly pick out common words that it's starting to hear in that person's language as they're saying things mm -hmm. and, um, and use that to translate the words into what we would hear as common language. Yeah. So, and, and a lot of times it's, it's useful uh, in its history. Um, as people do uh, tend to do with, with someone who they don't think is understanding them. They repeat themselves a lot of times. Yeah. Jenny, I want the, can I have the really big knife over there? The big knife, the big <laughs> one. I need the big knife over there. <laughs> so, we just get lost and repeat ourselves yeah, just, as exactly. Americans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that probably so, helps the AI though. I mean. It does. It's really helpful. <laughs> so, <laughs> because... Go ahead. No, it is helpful because then it can hear those words constantly over and over. Yeah, and, and clearly. Can, and clearly. <laughs> so, <laughs> a so, lot of a lot of enunciation behind it. Right. So when Americans are being rude overseas, you know, talking loud, that's actually a practice that if had there been a universal translator, it would have helped. They're yeah, and they're actually just trying to to kick off more universal translator AI without. Yeah. Knowing, so. so yeah, yeah. We, it's really a good thing. Um, oh, it's beneficial for sure. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we're only here to help. Um, we are, we are your overlords. I mean, your helpers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> quote yeah, Riley. So it started, it, it, I have to. I still quote that because <laughs> that was one of the most amazing quote I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. I. I yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yes, yeah, my oldest. Uh, was playing with a salt and pepper shaker and some sugar packets at a restaurant and the salt and sh pepper shakers were like, we're not your overlords, we're your friends. And I'm like, 
Whoa. How does Whoa. it help <laughs> Yeah. So, so, yeah, it starts off with, with just these, like, figuring out these patterns mm-hmm. to, um, and, and also looking in, in some of the earlier versions, they could input text into it. Yeah. That would help with that translation as well. I feel like that would be phase one of yeah. universal translation is, is, is the text yep. uh, version. Um, but let's, let's go back to that old translator for a moment and talk about yeah. the, the user experience on the receiving <laughs> side, because this is, <laughs> this is what I like have struggled with. Like, how does it feel to receive information from the universal translator? Uh, because if I'm, you know, hearing a conversation over here and then how, how do I, cause it seems instantaneous in the, like, it's, it seems like yeah. it's just have like they, it seems like they're all speaking the same language, but I have to think that in the early days of the universal translator, which we're about to see anyway, is that how do I, as a person with ADHD, <laughs> ignore that conversation and, you know, receive the other. Um, um, yeah. So in the early days, you would you would kind of have to you would have to be able to apply a filter just by yourself. <laughs> um, yeah. To, like just feel like I, I'm only going to pay attention to what I'm hearing from the translator. Mm-hmm. Um, as 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 it progressed, and even um, in in the so if we if we jump over to the Kelvin timeline uh, in star trek beyond okay when they are on the uss yorktown and they they like uh, or they get that distress signal and they bring the person in it created basically its own dampening field so you didn't hear the other language conversation oh. you heard the translator making the translation while the person was speaking so that user experience shifted from right. having to apply your own filter to the system creating its own filter. Huh. So it was pretty amazing. I mean, yeah. Like, well, I could also imagine that maybe even um, a release prior to the one where you have to use your own filter is that they would speak in a different language and you would read it on a display. Yeah. In your language. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I think there's even versions, um, in some of the other original series cast movies where you could still hear the conversation, but in real time it was translating and you held something up to your ear to sort of be a filter as well. Like a coconut? Yeah. Yeah. Like a coconut (laughs) or a coffee can with a string on it or (laughs) it actually kind of looked like the lid to my, my coffee. Oh, okay. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, because I, I think it, it would be a struggle. Out of the, I mean, you'd have to be really, like, uh, on your game, too. Yeah. You don't want to try to be, like, um, if you're in a universal translator situation, let's say. Version so one. So, scenario. <laughs> scenario, uh, right? Let's do uh, user experience scenarios, right? Pretend okay. Scenarios. Um, the scenario where it works the best is when you are concentrating on what the other person is saying. Mm-hmm. The scenario where it starts to break down is when you are checking your stocks and trying to listen and, and, and um, trying to eat food and yes. also trying to Hi. coordinate <laughs> coordinate uh, a shuttlecraft landing and everything else going on at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would... Hi, my friend. Hi. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Oh, you can't hear me. <laughs> Evan's really funny. Yeah. He likes to use this computer um, as opposed to the other ones because this one is, of course, an Apple computer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> and guess what? I really have a planet. You have a planet? Yeah. Okay. Oh. He's got a planet. As one does. And then yeah. When I get a phone book, I can play. Where is the <laughs> All right. Hey, Mario. Head back in there and keep ah, watching the yes. show, okay, buddy? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, all three of them are amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, so that's scenarios where, you know, the scenarios where it starts to break down in the original <laughs> versions um, are when you're not paying attention <laughs> yeah. 100% of the time. I'm not sure I've ever seen that happen, though, with the cast and, you know, with the Star Trek uh, pros. Like, they they have the capability. And maybe it's something that you learned how to do as a kid, you know? It could be. It could be a skill in, in Star Trek, uh, like in Starfleet Academy, too. Of like yeah. <laughs> mono, monotasking 101, 102, 103. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, you know, I think about like, you know, our workplace and uh, the situations that we're in now, of course, we're remote, but prior to this, at least where I work, um, was an open space plan. So there was, mm -hmm. the idea was that the, you know, the chatter around acts as its own white noise so that you can sure. concentrate on one thing. But, um, you know, that people being people, that sometimes doesn't, <laughs> you know, sometimes something's going to grab your attention or, you know, unless... Uh, there yeah you'll you'll hear something or yeah yeah or you hear your name and you're like oh. uh so but yeah what <laughs> you talking about me um but yeah so it would be um it would be a challenge to use the version 1 or 1.5 version 1 yeah version 1 is is not probably the prime user experience right. <laughs> for the translator yeah, right right um version 1. Five, uh, it started to do it in real time, you know, yeah. because like version one point five in in this sort of analogy would have been what they had on the ships. So where right. the ship itself was doing the translation during the communication by the other person, yeah, and maybe it wasn't a hundred percent of the time perfect, but it kept getting better every time it had that communication with that person which was a really cool like you know learning computers ai <laughs> um to build into it because it it kept striving to get the language better yeah it was like the best version of clippy from <laughs> microsoft <laughs> the best part about it being that it didn't have a sort of an avatar well, yeah, okay, so that's you. the best part. The second best part being that it, it was always there trying to learn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you what know? are you trying to do today? Are you trying to communicate with a race that you haven't spoken to yet? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you're trying to speak Klingon. Can I help? Can I help? <laughs> uh, let's, let's Don't insult their mother. <laughs> <laughs> um, about Clippy, just for a moment. Um, I've been, I've had a fascination oh, Clippy. <laughs> with Clippy uh, for a long time. And I, I remember reading an article and maybe I could, if I could find it, I'll share it, but that it was such a huge failure because part of the reason is that when they did focus group testing and user testing on it, they, they didn't test it with women and uh, oh, women um, tended to feel leered at by Clippy because he would just stand there and stare at just you. Just stand there and stare at you, yeah. Yeah, and so it was it was creepy and off-putting uh, for women in particular who... I had never thought with, of that. Wow. Yeah, have to deal with being leered at, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis. While you're just trying to type up something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like you're going to mansplain how to write a letter to me? Thanks, Clippy, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, because Clippy showed up in a couple in in a couple of the apps too, right? Because it also showed up in Excel. So it's like, mm -hmm. oh, you're gonna tell me how to do my household budget, Clippy? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> it's and you could change that character too from a paperclip to a wizard or Einstein or a dog or something like that. But it's still, um, uh, women were just kind of eked out, you know, squeaked out by it. They didn't didn't care. Yeah, about it. uh, it's an interesting perspective yeah, so on like hopefully. getting diverse users for your you know, just don't smell your own farts, right? Go outside of your comfort zone and get people from yeah. different backgrounds and ethnicities and genders and and all that kind of stuff. To just a pro tip for user user testing, right there. Well, yeah, and I think that's good too. In perspective, in thinking about so the earliest versions of the translator, it was invented on Earth, but it was it was at a time where Earth was already open to other species and other cultures mm -hmm. coming in so they were able to use 
Earth languages and these languages from these other um, planets and other cultures inside those planets as a starting bank for uh -huh. the translator. So it had the ability to not just look at Earth languages or English even as its, as its sole pattern recognition, but it looked yeah. at these other languages as well to be able to, to use that to learn how to, how to read these other languages as well. So I thought that was a really fascinating uh, nugget to uncover in, in the history of it because it was, it wasn't, it wasn't just designed based off of English correspondence or anything like that. Because frankly, the English language is hard to learn. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, this made me think of something like you know, as far as a language that might, um, you know fail within the uh, universal translator is Darmok. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, Darmok it was able to take the, it understood the words, yeah. but it didn't understand the metaphor. And so while the translator worked to like, Oh, I can, un I can hear the words they're saying now. It made no sense. Yes. Yeah. So let, let's take a step back. Let's pretend I didn't say that. That's a hokey meeting phrase. Um, <laughs> let's take a let's let's circle back to that later. <laughs> well, let's take a step back and like, what were the? I'm just gonna see if you. I, I was looking at uh, Wikipedia, but like Darmok was uh, wasn't it just the one phrase or or like Temba, his arms wide. Uh, that was one of the phrases, and what it depended on was you understanding the intonation and uh, yep. mood mood of it. And so the, 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 the universal translator completely was like, I don't know, you're on your own. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it wasn't a uh, synaptic and um, emotional translator as well. It right. just translated the words. That was where it broke down, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but that's where the human, like, that's the thing about Star Trek where there's always going to be a human element. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're you, right. You, that's well, where human, as far as like, um, there are pieces of AI that, that aren't sophisticated as far as emotional processing and that kind of thing. Um, you know, and it's a struggle that you see with like data and with the, mm. um, the doctor on, uh, deep, on, uh, yeah, I think Voyager. in this way, in this way, human to me would just be with a lowercase H. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 to, it's to describe more of a, of a, a bias a towards a biological being as opposed to an, an artificial intelligence. Yeah, and the bias also not not excluding other cultures and species. It's yeah. just saying that it is more of a, a human experience right. of a okay. of a sentient living being. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So and that that's something that um, was interesting to to watch the challenge is and one of the reasons why you know I love Picard so much is this uh, his dedication to the understanding of others and um, you know and his ability to just be patient and and know that he doesn't know everything right and and to to go into that experience and to be able to uh, eventually get to communicate with those folks it was it was it was frustrating and maddening to watch at the beginning and then like you know so uh such a good payoff at the end so the translator um got some help uh in its early iterations also from um hiroshi sato who was on enterprise the, the first enterprise yeah <laughs> um she was she was pretty pretty key in um, in the canon of the series the canon of the series the <laughs> uh, but not only did she work on the original versions of the translators that went out on the ships but she also developed this this code this lingual code that could anticipate that helped the translator anticipate how to translate cultures they hadn't met yet oh yeah. So that's really cool. That's that's some that's a very forward leaning type <laughs> right. type thinking at that point. Cuz it's not just it's not just a passive thing at that point. Now it's being very active mm -hmm. and and waiting and anticipating how it can work on other species that it hadn't encountered yet. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's 
Yeah, especially, I mean, if, you know, you're new to space travel, to have that sort of edge as far as um, being able to predict yeah. what a language might contain. Like, I feel like that would be a kind of feature that we wouldn't need at this point in time uh, because a lot of the languages are known, right? But sure, yeah. you know, documented <laughs> and, you know, you could um, kind of pull from the existing database of languages to to get there mm -hmm. but yeah it's scary to think you're going to run into some folks who you know you have never had any interactions with and have a machine that was like i got this you know yeah there, there was some pretty cool uses of it I, there was one there's one um there's one time where it couldn't be used <laughs> uh besides the incident with darbach mm -hmm. um because it it was not great with again with sort of syntax and yeah. um and the speed of response um in one of the one of the original cast movies Chekhov actually uses a paper dictionary yeah to do translation <laughs> <laughs> because they needed this precise language for the freighter to call the enterprise a a freighter as opposed to a warship yeah. to be able to get past this particular outpost. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And it just wouldn't have worked if they were trying to just jam it through the translator that way. Right. Well, yeah. I'll tell you uh, that uh, there's something, as a person who's studied languages in the past, like I, I went to college and ended up in the cl classical and medieval studies program. And uh, I, my favorite classes were taking Latin and translating English to Latin, Latin to English. And I had this handheld Colgen's gem dictionary that was, you know, it was maybe about three by, you know, three by four and yeah. about two inches thick and like really thin parchment. And like, just to have that yeah. like tactile experience and, um, you know, translating is a really satisfying, um, exercise for me anyway because it's like you know cracking code and understanding mm -hmm. you know the language of that stuff yep um, but it's good to see that, it, that the that the dictionaries haven't gone by the wayside hadn't haven't gone away completely yeah um for for use for you know devious <laughs> <laughs> purposes at times but they didn't go away yeah that's just it is <laughs> I mean, it's Chekhov. How devious can you get? Chekhov and Yahura, you know, I mean, they've yeah. got to just kind of pull, they got to pull some shenanigans at times. That's just who they are. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and, and that's the great thing about communication is there is this sort of slop zone where. Yeah. It, it, it can. Mm, that's a great play. analogy. Yeah. You know, you can play and it uh, for sure the Ferengi use it, you know. And, oh, yeah. And it's you know, technicalities and loopholes and, and all of these kinds of things that, you know, that help you achieve your goals, uh, whether, you know, straight up or, you know, yeah. because there have been many times that I've had this thing with, oh yes, but you forgot code three, seven, four, two, six, which states that blah, 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 you know, like where, where they're able to get out of the, um, get out of a hot, hot water on a technicality. Well, yeah, and there was also that one, there was the one episode in The Next Generation where Picard has to negotiate with the, the one species and everything is like super technical legal language where he has to, you know, it's, it's like a very precise cadence of ways that he has to present yeah. the information. And, and it's just that, that use of language there, like, again, that couldn't have been done through a translator. It no. had to be very very meticulous it had to be it had to be done with actual translation not not ai not you know not anything playing around with it right. uh, in order to build because otherwise the the consequence of not being right was they'd just be blasted out of space right <laughs> and and this kind of speaks a little bit as well to the sort of how ai can serve us um mm. in that like when we talked about the the medical tricorder, right? It's the purpose of that is to free the doctor up from yeah. having to memorize all this information and understand the, you know, the, you know, have it at the tip of their mind at all times, like the, 
because people yeah. aren't just aren't good at that, right? They're good at a creative solution or you know thinking through something or um, kind mm. of understanding the the subtleties of things. Where like with the medical translator that they, that stood in for the basics, you know, to be able to diagnose yeah. and you know, not that that's basic to regular, but I mean the basics of doctoring. Whereas, you well, know, yeah, and you know, that was one of the limitations they had was that they didn't have like gigantic triage centers. Yeah. So for the medical tricorder to be able to stand in and be uh, a pretty quick triage allowed the physician then to go for that creative solution. Because yeah. often they were having to use it in situations where they didn't have all their supplies either. <laughs> right, right. And then the, the, the same can be said about the universal translator, it being yeah. the, the code breaker, the, uh, the nerd in your pocket that, you know, can, can be there and say, hey, this is what that means, this is what that means, this is what that means. Um, but, it, you know, when it comes to like, oh, it's not working, oh, I can't help you any farther, you're going to have to use your brain that's better for this than mine yeah. is. Um, so it's it's like the yeah, partnership, I, the partnership of the human to the machine that sort of makes us a bit cyborg, right? Um, that yeah. when when paired together can be super powerful and effective. That's a I there's a couple things there uh, before we move on that I wanted to 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 think about. Um, one was the way that you described it. Um, in terms of the partnership like it was it was interesting to hear that and think about using the translator um even in even with what we'll talk about with the apple one right um as a means to um as a means to a partnership uh and thinking about it like you don't have to then spend all of your time just trying to understand the basic words that are being said. Right. You don't have you to pull, pull your vocabulary list that you had to memorize. Right. You can then move and start to start to um, get into a richer experience. Yeah. Because the basics have already been handled. The other thing that you said that just struck me um, was you know there's that that analogy of it kind of that's the cyborg analogy right mm -hmm. um, and it was so interesting because that was embodied in data yeah how i mean he he had his own translator built in you know oh, sure yeah <laughs> uh, and and he was able to assimilate these different things so quickly and be able to seamlessly move into these situations and start to provide help as opposed to it being, you know, let's have all, we need to have about six meetings to make sure that we understand that, you know, all the things yeah. that are being said. He was just able to just dive in and immediately begin to make an impact. Right. And that, and that's already happening like in our world. Like if you look at your phone, you know, you can, um, rely on your phone as a source of all that knowledge that you don't carry around with you. Um, and it'll, yeah. you know, even if you're like, who is that guy that was in that movie? You know, in the nineties, you would have been like, Oh shoot, I can't think of his name. And like blah, 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 the, the conversation, like, you know, gets awkward and then moves on. Yeah. Um, but you know, and that, that's a very basic human interaction, but it happens all the time. Right. Where we were like, Oh wait, yep. Oh wait, I, I was just thinking about that thing. Let me check. Okay, here it is. You know, it's like you have already with your phone, like, and people use it in the workplace to assist with, um, you know, especially like physicians I know relying on their phone uh, to provide, you know, the the diagnosis database and and all these things. Like, you know, it's just part of who we are, like right now, um, and the fact mm -hmm. that um, it's advancing into a translation is, you know you know, just the Star Trek vision unfolding as we, as we are living right now. It's dope. It is. It's, <laughs> there, it, it is dope, right? That's, that's the right word for it. Like there, there's so many possibilities that can help us to get to those richer experiences. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Helps us evolve. 
yeah and if we don't then we die <laughs> so um but yeah and i think that's a really interesting thing i was um uh, of course as getting prepared for the show um i stumbled across a reddit um a subreddit in here about star trek and it was a, a particular conversation about the translator and mm-hmm. uh one of the things that they were talking about was why you would see it used in some instances where it wouldn't translate a word um and it it almost seems like it was it the explanation was it's one of those things where you just have to suspend belief at times you know yeah (laughs) you know moving at the speed of plot like we've mentioned before (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but it, it did bring up an interesting topic, and I think it's one that, um, as we've been talking about this thread, especially of like the possibilities of what we have now, um, mm-hmm. and and looking forward, like for kids, this could this could help the next generation of 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 people that are going to be leading mm-hmm. our our frankly our planet to be able to communicate in ways that we've not been able to. Yeah. Just like almost instant communication with anyone as opposed to having to look things up even in your, in your, your uh, dictionary or, uh, but like be able to move. Like, I think that's the most important thing that I'm seeing right now is this ability for us to be able to get past the, the, the fundamentals a little bit, just the basic, hi, how are you? Where's the bathroom? Where's the library? Um, Into, (laughs) It says like substantive communication and right. conversations with everyone. It's it's an unshackling of uh, human yeah. possibilities, uh, which is like the the joy of the tech, especially in Star Trek. That you know, um, it just sort of removes those barriers, and you yeah. can get you can get to the meat of the issue uh, without a lot of you know just some. That f- it makes you feel like you are just learning how to walk, you know, this sort yeah. of bumbly bumbly business of um, just getting to know each other. Where, like, if you start off with a common language or a vessel for a common language, then you can, you can just, you know, there's still going to be cultural differences and things like that that you're going to discover. But wow, is it going to advance um, human communication to a point where we can make, yeah. understand each other literally and figuratively a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can, we can use the conversation to better understand what the person is going through as opposed right. to just trying to understand what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, with, and with this, this technology in our fingertips right now, Jeff, like what, what does the Apple translate do for us? Yeah. Um, so it's got some, it, it, it's built in translator. Um, it's in the watch, <laughs> is what right? It's, doing. it's in the watch and in, and in all the browsers. So on oh. iOS and on the watch OS and on the Mac OS, mm-hmm. it will have full built in translator, <laughs> um, which is amazing. And also for the tablet, for the iPad, um, it has Apple pencil support. So you could actually write a phrase with your pencil and it will translate it. That's cool. Which yeah. is, I, that, I mean, that's just un, unbelievable. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like as I, as I think about, you know, the technology that like gets there, right. It's yeah. just, um, it's astounding and it does it locally as opposed to needing to go and, and bounce this off the cloud. So yeah. that means there's also some privacy built in for people as well, mm-hmm. which I yeah. think is a nice, a nice step. You know, I think that's a, I think that's a good thing, <laughs> right. um, but it also is helpful if you're offline, um, which is, again, it's a very, a very useful thing in there. Um, it is looking at uh, the ability to do basically any type of markup in any, in any language. Um, hmm. instant translation cool so like I would if I would be talking to a person who speaks German for example um, I would get a readout or would it it would it say out loud what that person it can do both okay yeah because it will integrate with Siri 
So it can, oh. with Siri, do an audio output as well. So I could potentially have my headphones in, yep. one headphone in so that I could still hear and then yep. have that in my, my ears. Hmm. Yeah, and it can do it if, if both parties are using it, then both parties could be speaking using that audio input and output. Yeah. Essentially. So it basically can re replaces the little person in the room in the UN that's yeah. in the basement. <laughs> um, yeah. That, and, and I think, you know, that person in the, in the room in the basement of the, U, of the UN is, will still be useful in very high level <laughs> situations. Right. Wait, it would get them out of the basement. It frees them up for more high level. Yeah. yeah. It frees them up for the high level type of situation as opposed to just, hey, yeah, we want to talk about a Jeep today. So mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> let's translate. <laughs> Let's translate this Jeep conversation. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, that that really unleashes unleashes that person's human potential rather than having them, yeah. you know, as a human server, if you will, in the basement. Yeah, yeah. And, and the the words that you used a couple minutes ago, um, unshackling of the human potential. Mm -hmm. I think that's really what this gets us to. Yeah, it's, it's another step in that direction, right? Now we can start to 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 use this AI because it's, it's, it's going to use neural engine so it's going to keep learning as you keep using it um, how to better translate your phrases right. and the phrases that it hears and it will learn how to do some of that um, sympathetic translation as well which I think huh. is really cool explain so that it'll actually it'll understand tone oh yeah like which your is what, tone <laughs> TM, yeah. capital like T. Like my tone. Yeah. <laughs> it's, this is Jeff in, in business mode. You better snap too, says Siri. <laughs> yeah. It'll just, it'll quickly stay across the bottom like a little crawl. Jeff is in full, is in full tone right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, thanks Siri, I, I got it. <laughs> best, best step back. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's going to be able to do like a sympathetic type of translation as well, which I think is, uh, it's just, it's so fascinating to see that we can get to that level um, so, so they, quickly. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Did they talk about at the launch, like um, potential uh, uses for like, uh, will the UN be adopting this kind of thing? Will, I mean, or did they have some specifics? As their far as their main their main thing that they talked about uh, that I saw was is really was in uh, personal and business communications at first. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, imagine you could have truly like intercontinental business communications, not needing to have that sort of like granular translation going on. Yeah, um, but they'd be able to actually solve problems in real time and, and get to get past the the mechanics of just making sure that the other person understands you. Right, right. And I just it could also be troubling. I mean, of course, there's a dark sure. side. Um, I, oh yeah. And I I think about like. Um, our president's meetings with Putin where they had a translator, but he didn't like, and how, yeah. you know, this would free you up from having translators in the room for, you know, international government things. But on the other side of that is part of having a translator there and others in the room is to have, you know, documentation for historical yep. purposes and sort of a little bit of a watchdog on, yeah. on, uh, <laughs> the ethics of the deals going down. Um, not that yep. any, there's anything shady happening there, but any hoodle, <laughs> um, <laughs> not to get into uh, politics too much, but I could see where, you know, uh, it could, yeah. not, it could free people up, but it could also break down some support systems that mm, add, add value on more than one, more than just the language side of things. Yeah. That's a good word for it. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think it, it, there's that balance that we always have to apply that we have to um, think about. Yeah. There's a ton of benefits to it. There are some, some, some things to watch out for. Yeah. 
and we have to, I think that's where, where Star Trek always leaned into thinking about it as what benefits more, you know, is it the, mm-hmm. is it the, the many or the one or the few, right? Right. right. Um, it would be sad. It's, it's inevitable, but it would be sad to see it used for harm. <laughs> um, right. Knowing that it has so many things that it could be positively used for. Yeah. But you have to acknowledge that it would be used that way. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's always interesting conversations to talk about the ethics of AI and its implementation and yeah. how, how uh, you know, yes, it can launch us forward, but it also could create great danger, too. So. Yeah. Um, I, I think that those conversations will always have to happen though. Yeah. Um, and, and, and maybe, and maybe they can use the translator in those communications in those conversations too. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I think, I think it could, yeah, it could, it could break down some of those support systems, but at the same time, um, maybe knowing that they don't have to have, someone that they've had to vet through years and years and years of training right to make sure that they're not going to put their own bias into it also could could help yeah eventually sway a person's mind to not have to be thinking about all those angles and they could just speak right right exactly but it it, one of the best things like in movies and, and shows and stuff i love it when like there's a, a group of people who don't speak the common language and, and are, you know, shit talking the hero and the hero actually speaks that language. And they're like, Oh really? And like, Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Like I can imagine like <laughs> that the translate on, on the Apple devices could give me a person who loves languages, but could never get to fluency on any of those things and be like, Oh yeah. Is that what you, think? That what you really think about me? Uh, it's just, I just think it's a, yeah. It's a cool move. I, uh, it's such a great trope, though. It really yeah. is. Like, yeah. it's one of those ones where it's like, and then it's like, oh yeah, well, I think your mom is you got three fins too. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Good. Yeah. That's a, that's a that's a great one. I don't think that'll ever, hopefully, never go away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's okay if it, if would the, you. Would you ever wear a translator? Would you have a if it if it became available? Would you wear it like a like a like a cochlear implant or something like that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I would too. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no doubt. Yeah, um, I would. It would be, uh, I would be, just like I said, what I would for the transporter. I would want to be one of the first ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would on this one too, but I I think it's far less risky than the trans or the transporter. <laughs> okay yeah it's not going to randomize your atoms and you know shoot Mm-mm. you up into space and no it's just <laughs> it's gonna interact with my brain waves which is that's fine it's fine <laughs> i mean i don't see any possibility of, of interference or muddling there at all <laughs> no no i i uh well i'm not so hip to throw myself on the line for inter- intergalactic space travel i am uh willing to do whatever it takes to boost my brain power whenever i can <laughs> okay Got it. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so are are we uh I'll give it a ten, frankly. I I mean I'm at a ten. Uh, yeah. there is as soon as I, I mean, I've always been a fan of the translator. Like yeah. anytime I saw it used, I was like, Man, that's awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. Um and then the Apple keynote, I was just like, Oh, come on, this is amazing. <laughs> like, <laughs> and uh but I think about it too, Jenny, like they were so other sci-fi that I've seen, mm-hmm. they don't they don't deal with the translator the same way. And like like I'll watch like Star Wars, everyone's talking their own language. Yeah. And but they sort of you understand know? each other. They sort of understand each other at times. It, it makes you wonder if there isn't a translator in there. They just don't share it with the audience. Yeah. It you kind know? of there's like where is it almost kind of at times. <laughs> yeah. But then, I, but then there's like some people do understand it, some people don't. Yeah. You know, like only Han apparently understands. Wookie, 
Yeah. Um, he's like the only person in that whole universe that understands how to speak Wookiee. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, and then you have the ba- the Babel fish in yeah. Hitchhiker's Guide. Like that's a fish that translates yeah. for you. That you stick in your ear. That you mean, stick in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> so what it, what it basically was is an organic translator that fed off brainwaves and translated it to for you, but it ended up disproving uh, God. So and it, it, things in the Hitchhiker's Guide have different implications for different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's where that one is a little bit, you know. Um, you have to be careful with yeah. <laughs> with the technology you're going <laughs> to adopt there. Yeah, and, and I, I would think shoving a fish in your ear would be the most unpleasant along the lines of a Wrath of Khan opening scenes kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, Somebody <laughs> would have to surprise me with a babble fish because I wouldn't have been able to sit still for it. <laughs> so. Yeah, just don't look too carefully at your next birthday presents, Jenny. Okay. <laughs> okay buddy sorry dog's caught up in the cord there you go oh good oh all of them i'll catch it later so yeah i might attend uh you know (laughs) yeah there's there's no doubt in my mind this is a 10 on the scoreboard for me this one yeah i mean just just the the whole conversation about the unshackling of the of the creative bent in us yeah um is just something I want to get to. It's just awesome. Yep. Me too. Yep. And I, and you know, communication problems, I mean, they're just human, a human problem. And the, the more that you can pull down the obstacle, I mean, I think the part of it is like just being person to person speaking the same language. There's still so many obstacles, like yep. when you have a common language. So like, they're almost insurmountable when you don't you have to have all these other structures in place uh so for us to be able to communicate more broadly uh and universally it just it's just really exciting yeah yeah it it it, um it it points to a time where if we can find more things like the translator to unify us Mm -hmm. then it's that that's that future that Star Trek always paints yeah. is that is that unification as opposed to um, finding Isolation. ways to keep us separate. Yeah. 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 It's it's um, it's a future I'm bought in on for sure. I haven't given yeah. up on either. So. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't either. Um, and we're and this is just more exciting as yeah. we keep looking at the possibility of it. So, yeah. Yeah, well, it's time for a cookie, I think. Um, I I agree. <laughs> like, I agree. Wesley, bring us some cookies. There you go. <laughs> Here's some, uh, guess what, a fortune cookie for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mine says, don't trust a man wearing a better suit than your own. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> That <yes>. means... <laughs> <laughs> that's there's a there's a slick operator at play there yeah and, and it, it speaks a little bit to a conversation i've had recently um and just this idea that kind of confidence builds credibility with people and mm. and like if if uh, you know and it's, it's just a sort of a like a human thing if you will uh where like here's a person who's poised and well-dressed and good looking and clearly has success mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm gonna believe what this guy has to say yeah and, uh you want to be that guy if you're fringy you want to be the guy you want to be that guy you want to be that guy because that's yeah because that's and that's for profit that's yeah. where you're gonna get the most profit right yeah right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that one. That one was interesting. It's uh, it, it. It has so many different layers to it about like showing up for uh, showing up for an interview or showing up at a business meeting and you mm-hmm. know <laughs> how do you present yourself versus the other folks are. Yeah, especially in a negotiation situation, right? Where you're trying yeah. like there's so many ploys to get the upper hand. Like you know you out, you outnumber mm. the other side or. 
you're better dressed or yeah um or show up alone as a yeah. power play at times too right yeah yeah that could be um yeah the all the different and and that's kind of speaks to another language right of our our uh, fashion language that yeah you know what you put on you communicates who you are in a way that could intimidate somebody else and if you're aware Speaking of those of that, languages you don't want to go in on somebody who's dressed better than you well and i think you know there's an interesting star trek feel to that as well um the motion picture costumes the uniforms that they had were basically just like pajamas yeah. you know <laughs> they look pajamas like with a with a strange belt in the middle of them mm -hmm. <laughs> um no turtleneck yeah and then but then the next movie wrath of khan they had those bristol jackets the red mm -hmm. yeah. bristol jacket with the high collar it just looks so sharp yeah compared to what everyone else was wearing it was yeah. like oh yeah these are folks that you have to take seriously <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there's something about late 70s early 80s science fiction fashion that is <laughs> like you know softer uh like flowing monochrome monochrome or <laughs> you know or they'll wear asymmetrical silky things yeah you know, that, that, that look more like a, you know, what you'd wear to a key party than what you wear on a, you know, spaceship. And it, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, do you have your, your, your cookie? I do. Um, never confuse wisdom with luck. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, you could have just gotten through a couple things just because you happen to get through them. Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean you're wise. Um, right. Yeah. And I, oh, wow. <laughs> I, I sort of have my, my grandpa used to say something similar, which was never admit to slop. And this was when we were playing pool. Like when you, you uh, kind of fall into a lucky shot, right? You, he, what mm -hmm. he was proposing is you, you pretend you plan to do that. <laughs> you know, never admit that that was an accident. It was, yeah, that's how I'm meant to do it. You know, so my grandpa had kind of the opposite. Like, it was, I guess it wasn't really uh, confusing wisdom for luck, but it was confusing others that you had wisdom instead of luck. Yeah, it's sort of a backdoor <laughs> approach to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you do have to realize when you get lucky on something. Chicago. You saying hi? Chicago. Chicago. Fun pants. <laughs> yeah, they they love that show. It's a great show. It is a great show. We love that show. And Ian Squidward. Ian and Squidward. And Daddy's Patrick and I'm SpongeBob. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Daddy's Patrick. <laughs> yeah, I take the role of Patrick in the. <laughs> you played a game. Yep. Yeah. I don't. I need you to not touch the keyboard or the mouse pad, okay? Because yeah. you could turn it off, and that would be not sad, not not sad, but not happy either. Okay. Okay. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So this guy starts kindergarten in a couple of weeks. What? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. That's cool. So, so yeah, so yeah. Never, never, never confuse wisdom for luck. Yeah, I and this is good. Um, this is good advice man. because. But again, I think of it like like so. Again, going back to the original cast movies, even uh -huh. you know, there's a couple times where Chekhov and Kirk were able to get through a couple things, just to kind of luck their way through it. Mm -hmm. But then there was always like Spock. Yeah. And Spock was completely different. You know, it wasn't luck with Spock. Yeah. It was logic and, and wisdom. Yeah. And I think too, if you start to believe your luck is wisdom, it's what that's sort of a where you move into hubris. Right? Mm -hmm. And you, you lose some humility. Yeah. Where it's like the universe worked in your favor this time. It wasn't because you were this some time. great strategist, <laughs> you know, you didn't 
you didn't yeah. have you didn't have any impulse that this was the right place or right. This is where you ended up, and then you you fell in the dark and came up with coal, right? It's not um, because you did a mining, yeah. you know, scan and you know all this. It's you know it's just you have to recognize it as luck. Otherwise, like you're going to start thinking you're some genius, and then you know that's a hubris before the fall, right? So to your own deal. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's, and it's also like the Icarus thing too. Mm-hmm. Of you, you happened to get through it this time. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fly too, too close to the sun though, because yeah. things are going to melt pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. So well, speaking of a, of a person who always knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, Grandpa Klingon. Oh, Grandpa boy. Klingon and I were talking the other day and, uh, does yeah, the Apple Translate work on Klingon? It does sometimes if you can get them to repeat the words a lot. Um, fortunately for them, they have the yelling part down. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, but they have Klingon in the Apple Translate like banks. Uh, I haven't, I haven't seen it in the bank yet. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna see when they release it. I'll see what what's what the official language bank is. If it okay. does, then I am even more of a fan. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Keep your eye out. Watch uh, the spot, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, okay. sorry. It was funny when we were talking about. No, it's it's cool because we were talking about the, um, the suit. You know, the never trust a man in a better suit. Oh yeah, <laughs> kind mm-hmm. of thing. And and the negotiations, and we've been talking about communication quite a bit in this one, mm-hmm. and uh, it was uh, it was interesting what he said to me was. If you must negotiate, watch your enemy's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. You get into that situation, you start watching, watch what their eyes do, watch where their eyes go. Mm-hmm. Grandpa Klingon didn't negotiate must, much, you know, he's, uh, he's pretty much always the <laughs> fight first, <laughs> Yeah. fight second, and then start talking. <laughs> it's that whole, like, sort of... Um, you know, tells and poker or whatever you can, yeah. you know, you can kind of get a, get an, a beat on the motivation and yeah, how far you can trust somebody or whether they're bluffing or not. Yeah. And I think, you know, his point would be, it would be looking at how, you know, how their, their eyes constrict during different types of, Mm-hmm. you know exchanges and where they you know, where they keep their eyes if they're if they're being a straight shooter are they looking at you the whole time or are they looking down or yeah well and it also or, it also translates because you're making eye contact that you may not be someone yeah. to be trifled with too you know it's a position of strength to, yeah to look people in the eyes to to look people in the eyes and to maintain the eye contact as well mm-hmm. yeah Unlike unlike Clippy, you're not leering at them. You're <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Although that could be a, it could be a negotiation tactic, frankly. Yeah, yeah. You, you could make them uncomfortable by staring into their eyes the whole time. Like it's certainly it could be a power play. <laughs> I imagine it if a Klingon was play. giving me consistent eye contact, I would melt in my boots. So, <laughs> <laughs> and they would have won. You know. <laughs> Yeah, so so kids, don't send me in to negotiate with the Klingons. That's what I'm telling you. What you're saying is uh, pick a different negotiator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> I will fold, and that's a Jenny Kissler promise there. Unless it's a blind Klingon, and then maybe you'd have well, a chance with that one. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I feel like at, at, I'm going to be at a disadvantage with Klingons, period. <laughs> <laughs> Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. We'll send you in with the Romulans and the Ferengi. Ferengi, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't think I would be afraid of Ferengi. Romulans would... The Romulans you're afraid? Oh, yeah. Well, they're... Um, they're sinister, but they never really, like, pay off on it. Uh, don't they? Well, they do sort it's, of run with their tails between their legs, don't they? Yeah. Scenarios. It's a pity. I I mean that they could have been a better. They could have been a better enemy. A better enemy. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
I mean, like the Borg. That that was probably the most intense enemy situation. I don't want to negotiate with the Borg. There's not really much there negotiation room. No. They start off with resistance is futile. Yeah. So <laughs> it's hard to go back from that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you the will Card- be assimilated. Resistance is futile. <laughs> yeah. The Cardassians were interesting foes. Yeah, I mean, the motivation being glory, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) Right, and then, you know, then, you know, ultimately just power, you know, engaging with the Dominion and stuff. Anyway, we've gone far off track here. Sorry. All right. So we'll wrap it up then? Yeah. Sounds good. Here's a day with family again. Yep. (laughs) And again and again. And again, and again, and again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, great, great conversation. Yeah. I think, um, you know, as far as I could tell, we're a 10 on a 10 <laughs> on this one. Yep. Uh, so, <laughs> Universal Translator, yes, we want this tech. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And actually, we will have it soon, if not already. Yeah, I mean, like the next month or so. Yeah. So, let's, uh, and, let's and have that's- fun. Not to mention there's also Google Translate, which we'll do in a pinch. It, it does do in a pinch. It does. Yeah. Um, it's much better than it had been even. So. Yeah. Oh, and for extra, for extra fun, <laughs> if you're in a Google meeting, um, you can turn on closed captioning and it'll do live, live transcription. And it's often comical what it comes up with. Um, That's cool. So if I'll you want to... I'll have to give that a try. Yeah, liven fun. up your meetings with uh, closed captioning. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. All right. um, well, let's see. Uh, follow us on iTunes and Spotify. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you like what you heard, give us a rating. Yeah. Yep. Join our comment. Facebook group. Join our Facebook group. Um, we have podcast. lots of fun stuff up there. Just yeah. <laughs> Everyone's a great. It's such a great audience up there. Just everyone giving us funny things to look at or, yeah. or or chat about real quick. Um, it's just a lot of fun and hopefully yeah. everyone enjoys it as I do. Um, and uh, yeah, drop us a comment or something. Let us know yep. um, if you, if you like what you heard. Great. Um, we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jenny, until next time. Until next time. We need a catchphrase. <laughs> Not PC. <laughs> In these uncertain times, we need a catchphrase, Jeff. Yeah. Live long and prosper. Live long and (laughs) prosper. We'll see you later. (laughs) All right. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.